in case you missed it. Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Is this every Wednesday? Okay, what do we do? Pull together as a team. Enough lollygagging. Now let's get to work. All right, let's do this. Uh, wait a minute. Did they say lollygagging? Is that oh, what I like it? that word, yeah. I thought it was lollygagging. Mm. What, what do you say? L-O-L-L-O-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-
that uh, he's got several singles out as a singer. Seems like a bit of a country vibe to me from what I'm hearing. And then I saw an image of him in his home studio. Very impressive looking studio. Hmm. I'm, you know, Jeremy's very raspy sounding speaking. Mm-hmm. And that comes through. I, I'll just I'll let you sample a bit of this one that was just released on New Year's Day. It's called Wait. Will you wait? Wait. Wait for me now. If you wait. Wait. Stay and you'll figure me out. I know that. It seems like this is a story of his life thing, falling in love, and then the daughter comes along. Uh, he said that was it, better than I thought. Uh, yeah, he said his daughter was the what kept him going to recover, and she makes uh, an appearance. I, it, so it's partially weight, like don't grow up too fast. Kind of, it's pretty moving, especially with the video. How have we not known this I all know. along? I know. Has he ever sang in any of the movies or shows that he's been on? Uh, really, the, the most memorable thing I had was Mayor of Kingstown, which was very good. Mm-hmm. But he, he played kind of a shady. Well, it, it's hard to describe. A bit of a hero and a bit of a shady character all at okay. once in that one. So, not, uh, not a great dude, but likable on the show, yeah, that yeah, is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. And the, a little guy, too. Yeah, the one, the most memorable movie I remember is The Hurt Locker, which, oh. yeah, he's not going to be singing any monster ballads in the middle of like, oh, let me just pause this and break oh. into a musical. Oh. So... His daughter creates a little bracelet, you know, he spells out dad. And in the video, she's putting it on his wrist in the hospital with his hospital. Oh, no. I'm okay with learning something right out of the gate, but we can't be be crying this early. I know. Wait. Wait, because he wants to see her become a bride. And oh, I see. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Jeremy. I needed that this early morning. Check it out. Mm. Wait by Jeremy Renner. Very lovely. When you wake up in the morning. The best way to wake up is with Tim and Laura. Every morning, the Q102 Morning Show. Now it seems like often we hear a Florida man, and then it's going to be some dot, wacky dot, story. Dot. Yeah, some ridiculous story. This time it's a Florida woman. <laughs> she unwrapped okay. a Reese's Halloween peanut butter cup. You know, you've seen them. It's got the little pumpkin face on uh, it. And can I say, I know it's the same ingredients. I know it's the chocolate. I know it's the, the peanut butter inside. But those smooth edges. They don't, mm, they don't taste what? the same. They don't, and I no. I kind of like them better. Uh, oh, you uh, like them better? No. Yeah, because it's just like creamy what? goodness and mm, mm, no. mm, mm, mm. Got Oh, you like the ridges. crunch of the little crinkle yes. edge? Okay. Yes. Okay. Her issue is with how it looked. Now, on the package, the pumpkin shows a little pumpkin face like a jack-o'-lantern, right? She opens it up. It's just smooth chocolate. There's no pumpkin face. So what do you do? Yes, Sue, of course. 
course you do. I thought you were going to say she sued because sometimes I open up the Christmas tree ones or the yeah. pumpkin ones and it's like a blob. It looks oh. like nothing. And I still like the smooth edges, so I'm not mm. complaining. I'm not suing. But it's a little less pumpkin-y or tree-like or bunny-like or whatever they do for the holidays. Like It looked like it just kind of smashed in the conveyor belt of peanut butter <laughs> cupping and just shot it down yeah. the line. Cynthia Kelly. Expected to have a little jack-o'-lantern carved on the face, of course. And so she's suing the maker of Reese's, which is the Hershey Company, claiming false representation of several of the holiday products and their packaging. Care to um, guess what she might sue for? Uh, on, uh, I'm sure millions of dollars. Yeah, how many millions? Or just... Uh, three million in damages. Five million dollars. Now, instead of now, I would have a different opinion on this lawsuit if she sued and said, "Okay, put some faces. I don't need any money Uh, for the good of society, though. Have your package match your products. Just put a little face, or take the face off, or put that little tiny print that says products enlarged to show something or serving suggestion." Oh, that's next. They're going to have to put on the thing. It doesn't actually have a jack o' lantern face. You just oh, I'm sure they will, but. If you're just suing for millions of dollars, you are not personally violated by no face on this pumpkin. Yeah. So, no. Right. Pain no. and suffering, emotional distress, what? She says she <laughs> wouldn't have purchased it if she knew it didn't have the carvings of the mouth and eyes. So, okay, here's your three ninety nine back, lady. Uh, re- tell me this that's, is going to be That's what out. I would award her. Here's your, your purchase price back. Yeah. Thank Couch you jur- and have a they're good gonna, day. They're going to throw this out, aren't they? Tell me they're going to throw this out, please. <laughs> I would think so. And tell me that Cynthia isn't a lawyer herself. That's I don't know. Just suspicious. Oh, let's do some digging. Okay. Now, here's sports with Todd Bergan. I think you're holding out on me, Todd. Oh, I oh. might be. Did you watch the Sugar Bowl broadcast Monday night with ESPN? I did, but I think I missed where you're going. <laughs> you know where I'm going. I, I, yeah, I know I missed that part of it, yes. Laura, I did watch the game, though. Do you yeah. know where we're going with this, Laura? Did you I do, hear, and uh... I, I, I only saw little clips. Oh, you saw not, l- little no, clips? No, not of that. I did not see that, li- I, I, that little clip, that specific little clip. I, I thought they were fairly average, actually. <laughs> but I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, as they returned from commercial break, cameras caught a woman on Bourbon Street, uh, you know, doing what they do for beads yeah. in New Orleans. Did, did, you, did, mm-hmm. did it look like she saw the camera and did it specifically for that? I would say. It was, or was it just part of the revelry mm, that goes on down there? I See, now, the only thing surviving now are screenshots. So, yeah. But it looks to me like they would have known the camera was there. Okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Again, yeah, the video is gone, but that's it's the internet. So, oh, it, yeah. caught that on a oh. screenshot. Nothing is really gone. Living on forever. You're famous now. I knew it. See, I got ESPN with my phone package last year. Mm-hmm. See, this is, this is going to start you attention. into the... <laughs> you're going down the rabbit hole of sports. It's the Q102 Morning Show on Q102. What's for breakfast? Are you an avocado toast kind of person? Oh, I do like that. Yeah. yeah but I, I'm not going to pay avocado toast prices. I'm going to make that at home. Because it's much cheaper to do that. Well, right. It's toast. 
And a slice of avocado or two, right? I mean, yeah, I'm not paying like twelve, fifteen dollars for one slice of toast anywhere. Well, how did it become such an expensive uh, thing? <laughs> I don't know. I know avocados can be pricey at times. Other mm. times of the year, they're practically giving them away. But I mean, it's toast. So what are you doing? There's an Australian chef who's credited with popularizing avocado toast. Bill Granger wrote dozens of books, five hundred recipes. Became known for uh, the avocado toast in his cafe where he first served it. Bill Granger has died. Aww. 54 years old. And there's no cause of death given. And avocado is supposed to be real good for you. <laughs> well, so, you don't need to go right to assuming, oh, see what that well, avocado toast No, did. I'm just saying that I would think that he would have had a longer, healthier life. Maybe it was oh. his scrambled eggs with creamy curds that was well, the uh, the health culprit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, way too young. In any case, yeah, he, he sold it in his cafe for about $12 a plate and was mm-hmm. laughing right up to the day of his death. I mean, that's the thing, right? <laughs> It should not really cost that much, but mm-hmm. if people are willing to buy it, do I blame the person for putting that on their menu and charging twelve dollars? No, I mean get yep. it if you can. I, I wouldn't, but nice gig if you can get it, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, sad news today. Maybe more on the cause later. It's Q one hundred two. It's kind of a game show theme. You said TikTok, our backwards song. Was on Name That Tune last night. Last night. And so I'm watching that. I got sucked in because I love that show. And I'm not normally a night game show watcher. Yeah. But then the season premiere of The Floor with Rob Lowe as the host. Have you heard of this? I have not. I I think you would love it. You could come into it probably at any point and catch on. But I would go back and watch the first episode because it's continuation. So the people that were eliminated... You'll understand why other people on the floor now have bigger spots than some of the other people. But what you have to do is to come on the show, you have to have a category of expertise. So I'm going to throw some out at you from last night. Dogs was Uh, someone's. Tools was someone's. So they popped up. When you challenged the square next to you, popped pictures of different dogs. And you had to say, oh, Cocker Spaniel, uh, Poodle, and go back and forth until you eliminated your opponent and then could move on. And when you eliminate a square next to you in these challenge battles, then you take not only your square, but your square plus their square. And you want total floor domination to win the game. So what would your level? of category expertise to be? Well, probably music, but uh, era-wise, like 70s and 80s music or uh, like one-hit wonders, my favorite all the time. Okay, yeah. Kajagoogoo. And you know what? I do think, if I remember it, I don't think the the guy was challenged in this square, so he's still on the board, on the floor. But I think one-hit wonders was a category of expertise. You're going to love this show, I'm telling you. And I know that you're not really a a nightly game show watcher either. Yeah. But it's, it's fun. It's really fun. It ended, and it, of course, continues. I thought, no, no, no. Just, I'll stay up all night watching this. Just do the whole floor. Eliminate everybody and get the winner tonight. I'll stay up and watch it. Now, do you have to do that category of expertise through the whole thing then until or unless you're eliminated? 
Well, here's here's the tricky part. So it started with just a random like do 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 until it just landed on somebody's square. They started. Uh-huh. So the category that they came with didn't really matter that at that person at that time because they had to pick one of the four squares either in front or behind or left to right uh-huh. and challenge that person to their level of expertise. Oh. So I forget what that lady came with, but she challenged the tools girl to the battle lost and then the tools girl now oh hers was veggies so the tools girl then had to take veggies as her category of expertise so if you beat someone you get a category that you don't really know so you have to be really good Mm. now say your husband came in my expertise is uh, business tax tax law. law, and people would go, "Oh, don't don't pick that guy square." <laughs> I see. There's a trailer here from Fox. Yeah. Let's just uh, let's listen a little bit. Welcome to the most epic game show ever created. Oh. This is the floor. Oh, look 81 at that. players will go head to head in a trivia duel. Cereal, bugs, horror movies. <laughs> The winner You've done it. takes control of their opponent's floor. Turn it up. Bring it on. I'm here to win some money. <laughs> How much money are we talking about here? Last uh, night when it ended, one of the guys did really, really well. So I think he ended up with like four squares or five squares or something like that. And they gave him 20 grand just okay. on the spot as the show ended. But I think if you if you end up the only person left on the floor, I think you win some big money. I don't know. It does look I good. I did love it, though. It looks good. It is yeah. a lot of stimulation for nighttime viewing, but uh, I'll have to go back and watch episodes online. And you know I'm a little critical sometimes of the hosts of the show. What? Rob Lowe's really good on that. Oh, I think yeah. that well. you can tell he's not just reading off of cute cards. He's actually interacting with the people and, and having a good time. I think you're going to love it. Okay. On Fox, it says. Now, on this January 3rd, it got some birthdays for you on Q102. Florence Pugh celebrating a birthday at 28. Now, I think if I had to be on the, the game show, The Floor, I might come in with horror movies as my category. Yeah. I, you may have thought I would say cats. Florence Pugh was in a, a horror movie called Midsummer. Ugh. Do not recommend. Mm. Not as good as all the hype. I was not impressed. But I did like her in Don't Worry Darling with Harry Styles. And that got some bad pub from the critics. And I thought it was a good movie. uh, She was in Oppenheimer? I think so, yeah. I think she was maybe the... There was some scene where she was supposed to be naked, just sitting in a hotel room, having a conversation with him. I I didn't see that movie yet, but does that ring a bell? Was she the one uh, in that saucy scene? I think she She might have been that one, yeah. Okay. Let's go. This is your morning show. On Q102. Now, on your game show, The Floor, did you say somebody did choose their expertise as dogs? Did they have a dog expert? That was one of the categories. Okay. And that was a picture category. So it would it would flash up a beagle, and then they would have to identify that was a beagle. And then the next one might be a Dalmatian. And then a poodle. They did have a wiener dog. Ah, they used the proper name Dachshund. of Dachshund. Yeah. But I don't know if wiener dog would have counted, because, I mean, mm-hmm. they're the same, right? Did a Havanese pop up? That I don't recall, and that might have stumped the person. You can pass, but then you lose seconds on the clock, and then you get the next one. So then it puts you behind. Honestly, I I didn't know what Havanese was until I saw this story here. So I looked it up. It's uh, a little, you know, 
dog with a, the long sort of flowing hair, kind of Bichon type, a little fuzzy thing, right? Okay. So in uh, Oklahoma, a, uh, a little Havanese six-year-old named Oakley was out in the lawn, and this was all caught on a, a security oh, no. cam. Out comes two coyotes, like fast. Oh, no. Coming at Oakley. And so they start to scrap a little bit. Who comes to save the day but the family's cat, Binks, <laughs> a black cat with arched up, you know how they do in the back. Oh, like Halloween cat, yeah. I'm going to tell you what, I think you you talk about your dogs being the wiener dogs and having big dog personality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A cat thinks that they are a lion, yeah. and they do not realize that they are small house cat size. I think whatever that instinct is inside them, they don't realize, mm-hmm. and they come out swinging. Yeah. It worked. Here's uh, Binks and Oakley's owner, Lane, talking about what happened. Out of nowhere, was attacked by a coyote. Jumped down and scared him off. Is the craziest thing ever. Thankfully, we had security cameras. We were able to go back and actually look to see what happened. It was inspiring to see just our little outdoor cat just jump at two coyotes that were attacking this little dog who she loves and run them off. The cat loves her little dog friend, and of course, she's going into... What strikes me, and I watched the video... How quickly those coyotes came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, they were were ready. But so was Binks. (laughs) Before Christmas, I think I told you, there was another spotting of a coyote in the Wilmer City limits in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. To this day, when I go to let the dogs out, I am scanning, looking for shadows, any... Coyotes uh, hanging out. You're scanning, looking for the coyotes, and hoping there's a stray cat to save all of you <laughs> yes. if you do encounter the coyotes. Yes, but they only come out at 3 a.m. is the thing. <laughs> Leave it. To, that's a cute story, though. The cat loves her little dog friend. Yeah. Save Aww. the day. The ones you want to wake up to. I listen to you guys every morning. I love you guys so much. Tim and Laura on Q102. We'll try to stir the pot just a little bit again, Laura. Oh, look at you. Can you just calm down? Well, this calm is, this is just with you. Just with you. Okay. I okay. know I've got my rules on what constitutes a band's tour. And you have your you rules do. as to uh, who should be allowed into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. And this started a, a few, I mean, every year. Kind of mm-hmm. like the Toy Hall of Fame. Don't be putting cardboard boxes in. <laughs> well, yes, it can be played with by cats and kids. Yeah. It's not designed to be a toy, right. so what are you doing? For that matter, is a video game really a toy? See that? I, I, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Now, when Dolly got inducted, or, or at least it was even talked about, and she's like, no, I'm not rock and roll. Yeah. See, Dolly Parton not does not belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My girl, Missy Elliott. I love her. Mm-hmm. She got inducted this year. Mm-hmm. No, you don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, on January 3rd, 1987, the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Aretha Franklin. She's Motown. She's uh, soul. Yeah. Is she rock and roll? But she's in there. You, you contest Aretha. 
Yeah, probably. It's we have to have rules and regulations, or it's just chaos. It's just chaos, and we cannot have a free for all. Everybody gets a medal, says Laura. Yeah, no, I am not. Everybody gets a sticker type person. Back to Dolly. I sent you a picture New Year's Eve of a a book that some friends had of hers called Behind the Seams. It was the story of her career and her outfits. And I said, you need this book. It's half price right now. $25 was 50. Beautiful pictures of all of her dresses and things and and then the stories behind them. Oh, that is a coffee table book if I've ever seen one. You don't put that on a bookshelf. You just leave Dolly right there on the coffee table for everyone to kind of flip through as you're sitting there drinking Mm -hmm. your tea or coffee. Oh, yeah. We we thumbed through it carefully because we didn't want to break the binding, of course. Now, uh, she is adorable. That's another thing my wife... Oh, Dolly is just adorable. She is. Wait till you hear this now. I know you love her. She helped a fan who uh, has cancer complete his bucket list because he wanted to have a conversation with Dolly Parton. She called him. Of course she did. Of course she did. His name is LaGrand Gold. They call him LG for short. Speaking to Dolly over the phone, she starts. LG, I really thank you for shooting out the word that you'd like to talk to me. I'm just happy that we got to kind of have our journey together in this lifetime. I always want to make people happy with my music and with the things I do and the things I say. And I'm just happy to know that I've touched your life in some way. So thank you for honoring me with that. You've been a huge help, especially these past two years. And then she's saying, what a human being, Dolly. I know. I still don't think you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, (laughs) rightfully, but I still love you. I love you. Get her book, Behind the Seams. (laughs) You're listening to the Q102 Morning Show. And here's a few things you need to know. Oh, this, this is news to me. I guess it's been out and a thing for about six years now. Started in 20... That doesn't make... It says it debuted in 2019, but do this math. So it's in its sixth year that people have done it. Well, 19, if you count 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, this would be the sixth time. Okay, then I guess that math calculates. I'm like, hold on. Nothing about this makes sense to me, but kind of like the men have no shave November. Yes. This is the January (laughs) instead of January, where women are encouraged to skip shaving, waxing, plucking for an entire month. And they say it's supposed to challenge beauty standards. And listen, okay. I get, like, you're wearing sweats, you're wearing leggings, you're wearing pants, you're not mini-skirting it when the weather gets this cold. So you go a few days, you let your leg hair grow, whatever. But, I mean, all the hair everywhere, you just going to let it bush out? Mm, I don't think so. Not for me. But you do you. What, who am I to, to tell you what you look beautiful well, right. or feel good? I best stay out of this. I, uh, I, I know someone very well. Who uh, mm-hmm. who doesn't shave under her arms and uh, I, I, mean, I could not do that. <laughs> no, nope. tell you right now. But hey, if it works for her, is there a health thing beyond the the beauty expectation? And I get that. Like 
we shouldn't have to be told to shave our armpits, especially not for a man. But uh, is there a health thing with it? Is it mm. healthier? I don't. Need, I don't know. In the body book, there is a chapter on hair. I don't know if you remember. That was toward the beginning, because I think it started with skin yeah. or bacteria or something like that, or the bacteria on your skin, which was really gross, especially uh, the belly button part. That mm. always sticks out in my mind. But also just certain parts of the body have more hair. Top of your head, yes. obviously. Yes. Everybody starts out with hair there, for the most part. I, your eyebrows, what's the point of that, other than to kind of make your face look from more getting in your eyes symmetrical? <laughs> yeah. Your nose hair, I think, does have a specific yeah. reason yeah. to kind of filter out some some of the things mm-hmm. that could be nasty getting up in your schnoz. But I just, uh, I, I could not do the full, just let everything just. I hmm. want to say my memory now that you brought it up in the body book was that your natural uh, flora and fauna are, uh, are, are, are given off as signals to potential mates. And they're mm-hmm. enhanced by the your hair. body hair. Ah, uh, well, my signals I'm giving off is I like a good bath and a good razor. So how about that? Mm. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.